God's Covenant Church, the Church of God, established in Jesus' name, thanking God for another Sabbath day in the School of Wisdom. And it's so always good to be here, and I'm always glad to be here. I was thinking about unity on how God's people all have the same mind because of the teaching. And I'm so grateful that I'm a part of God's church, and I'm taking in the teaching. And at this time, I present unto you our pastor and teacher, Perry Boyd. Thank God for Elder Phillips, the elders, missionary deacons, all the saints, all that hear my voice. We do greet you in the name of Jesus, another Sabbath day. Glad to be with you. Yes. Thank Glad you. for this door of utterance. And it's because of our great Bishop Barfield, right. the stand she took, yes. and God led her out to Los Angeles from Fort Clinton, Ohio, and she had two that followed her, our great Bishop Philip and our great Bishop Dorothy. They followed her wholeheartedly. They're going on, and we're continuing steadfast in the prophet, the apostle's doctrine that we're doing here. What is the doctrine? Keeping God's word, keeping his commandments, and we're yet talking about suffering, the sufferings of Christ, how we must go through the sufferings to be made. Can Debbie our announcements. You can visit us at any time for our broadcast messages at www.godscovenantchurch.org. Write and mail us at 425 Laconia Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, 90061. Or call us at any time at area code 323-754-8302. You can email us at info at godscovenantchurch.org. Also, you can subscribe to our podcast at www.godscovenantchurch.org. In addition, you can find us on Pandora's podcast. Search and subscribe to God's Covenant Church 
podcast on Pandora. If you have any questions or concerns about this way or questions about any scriptures, please text us at area code 323-388-5676 and we will strive to get you the answer on our program. Again, that number is area code 323-388-5676. Now our pastor. Thank you, Deacon. Deuteronomy 4 and 6 says, keep therefore and do them. For this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations which shall hear all these statutes and say, surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what nation is there so great who hath God so nigh unto them as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for? And what nation is there so great? In other words, name a people that has statutes and judgments so righteous as all this law, which I set before you this day. And this is what we're yet doing since I've been in God's covenant church. I came in 1975. This is what's been set before us and those who were being preached to from day one. And we're yet with the same message. Let's go to 1 Peter 1 and 3. This is all about the sufferings because many don't like to talk about that. And if you cannot talk about the sufferings, you cannot be made. Because it takes conversation with the Spirit of God, with those that are bringing God's commandments to understand where we must go, understand the ways of God, because God's ways are suffering. And God suffers with us, and we have to suffer to be made. Isn't that beautiful? First Corinthians, uh, First Peter, rather, 1 and 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope. In other words, we were begotten, but we have been begotten again Mm -hmm. to a lively hope. Before, we were begotten with a carnal mind. That's why it says being born again, but not of a corruptible mind. We were begotten again. It don't say we were begotten again by God. We were begotten by nature that we didn't ask for, that God gave us until we found out that that nature was not God's nature, that we had to be born again. But his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto now a lively hope. What? By the resurrection. Of Jesus Christ from the dead. In other words, when Adam was resurrected, That was that new man, that was Jesus. Jesus is the new man. The spirit of God is the new man. He was begotten and he was again and was resurrected and that was Jesus Christ. From the dead, what? To an inheritance incorruptible. Now this inheritance is incorruptible but Mm -hmm. when we're born in this life, our inheritance is not with God. We must be born again. In order to be born again, there's a suffering we have to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, to inheritance, mm-hmm. an inheritance incorruptible, what? And undefiled, and that fadeth not away. What? Reserved in heaven. So wait a minute, this is a place and a, a house and a <coughs> whatever you want to call it that's reserved for us. It's reserved waiting on us to get there. Yes, yes. thank God. Beautiful. And we're going to get there, 
God have numbered the hairs of our head. God have numbered our steps. And every step we take, we're getting closer to that lively hope, to the inheritance. Isn't that beautiful? Read the seventh verse. What does it say? That the trial of your faith, being much more precious. In other words, we believe in God, but our faith is going to be tried to prove that we love God. Isn't that beautiful? God is going to suffer that enemy to come to our dwelling, to present his package as he did in the garden. Didn't God say so and so? That's why it's an imperative that we know the word, have knowledge what God is saying and what God is asking for. The trial of the faith being much more precious, what? Than of gold that perishes. What? Though it be tried with fire. What? Might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus No, wait Christ. a minute. It's something to praise God for when you've gone through your trial and test. You say, I didn't bow. No. I stayed with God. Yes. Or, Lord, I've repented of that and I'm moving on. Yes. Isn't that beautiful? That's yes. beautiful. In other words, maintaining my strive. Yes, thank God. I was out in line, but I got back in line. That my trial of faith, what? The trial of your faith. Mm-hmm. Trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes. What? Though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. So when the truth comes forth, when the word comes forth, that's when he's appearing. You feel good. You smile and thank God. You can say thank God and you don't have to hold your head down. All right, Pastor. Because... I'm with the word. Yes, yes. I'm not above it, and I'm not under it. I'm with it. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. All right. Read. Whom having not seen, ye love, and whom though now ye see him, not yet believing. Otherwise, we haven't met him in the body he came here in, but yet he's here in spirit. Yes. Yet rejoicing, haven't seen him, in his fullness, but we yet rejoice. Because if we see him in his fullness, somebody ain't leaving here. Somebody's leaving here. <laughs> We're going to see him. But not in his fullness, not yet. We're striving to get there. Isn't that beautiful? Read. Ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. What? Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation. The end of, of our souls. journey, the end of our faith, salvation. Mm-hmm. We got it. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. 11th verse says what? Searching what, or what manner of time the spirit of Christ, which was in them, did see. But the, the old prophets, they didn't have the spirit of God. Yes, it did. It's telling you, it was in them. So did John. All the, they had the spirit of God. What? When it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. 13 verses what? Wherefore, gird up, your lo- gird up the loins of your mind. What? Be sober and hope. In other words, get your thoughts together. Mm-hmm. It may be uh, hard at times. Kind of joy. Yes. yes. Gird up your mind. Look at it in a different way. Look at it in a positive way, not negative. Yes. Because what we're striving for is much more precious than what we work for naturally. Yes. More precious than money. Yes. It's more precious in the things we hope for. Yes. Naturally, yes. it's more precious than that. Yes. Read. And hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Read on. 
as obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your In lives. our ignorance, we fashioned our minds to go after the things we lusted after. Mm -hmm. Ignorant, didn't realize this is not pleasing God. Right. But what? But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, be ye holy, for I Let am holy. So that's a suffering we have to go through mm -hmm. to come out of the old way of thinking, yes. but think holy, yes. a new way of thinking, positive, yes. and not bringing up negative things that has nothing to do with salvation. Yes. Only thing it'll do is take you backwards. When the woman in the garden, when he, that devil told that woman because of her curiosity, you're going to be as God, had nothing to do with what God told her. Right. Don't eat the tree. Right. Yeah, but I ate because I'm going to be God. Who talked about God's? What's that got to do with what you were told? So let's not go beyond what the teaching is talking about. Yes. Isn't that beautiful? Read. And if you call on the Father, who without respect of persons judgeth according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. What do the 22nd verse says? Say. Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit unto unfeigned love. So we're the striving to purify. So let's think about it. We'll say nobody perfect. Well, what you purifying ourselves for? Well, what's the point? If you're not purified, that means you're contaminated. Which means in God's sight, we're filthy. What's the point? Right. But we're talking about purifying. That means sinless. Get rid of spots and everything else. We want a pure Life, pure mind. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. But the people think, well, can't anybody live here? That's what you've been told by that devil right. that's been passed down by the forefathers. That's not what Jesus said. Be ye therefore perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. To get there, what does it say? Yes. Seeing ye have purified your souls. Mm -hmm. In obeying the truth. What? Through the Spirit unto unfeigned love. Wait a minute. Well, I'm, 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 I'm obeying the truth, but is it through the Spirit? Is it through what God's word is saying? It's going to be through the spirit. Is the spirit leading you to do something that you normally wouldn't do? Or is the spirit leading you to do something that you don't want to do? That's how you purify. Follow the spirit. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. What? See that ye love one another with a pure heart, fervent. Wait a minute. Love one another. But is it fervent? Or is it lukewarm? Hey, how you doing? Lukewarm. It says fervently. Isn't that beautiful? That means not one or two, everybody. That's what it says, everybody. Fervently. And I'm sure everybody in here now to be fervent about something. What? Yes, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. So people are being born again all over the world. Born again means a new life. Some being born again to be a Muslim, Baptist, Methodist. But are you being born again to be holy like the Father is? Well, not many people are because they're told, well, can't nobody live holy. Then what's the point then? Because this is talking about being purified. Isn't that beautiful? Let's go to 1 John 3 and 3. We're here to purify ourselves. That's what we are here for. And that's the focus, and that's what we remind each other of daily. What our job is. When we're talking with one another, let's think positive and not negative. Let's say positive things. Why bring your brother and sister anything that's going to burden them? Now, you can bring something that may have been a burden to you, but if it's edifying, that's not a burden. 
because you're trying to save somebody, don't go the way I went. But if no one is going the way you've gone, why bring them negative stuff? He said, well, I, you know what? Because I didn't do so-and-so, so I had to pay so-and-so, so why tell me that? Because now it's, I feel bad for you. Why would you want me to feel bad? If it's not edifying, don't tell that to me. You can keep that to yourself. But thank God, I said, you know what, I guess so-and-so, eliminate, I had to pay this, to just say, but I thank God for what I got. I was able to do what I did. And somebody said, what am I gonna do what you do? Well, wait a minute, don't do what I do. Now, now what I did, I lost a little money. Don't you, don't do that. You do so-and-so. You ain't speaking, that's positive. Follow what I'm saying? Read. And every man that hath this hope in him purified himself, even as he is. Every man that want to live holy, you got to purify yourself. What does that mean? But get rid of every spot and wrinkle. And more importantly, it's the way we think. Because if you don't think right, you ain't going to do right. That's it. What you think is what you do. That's it. As a man thinketh, so is he. Isn't that beautiful? What? Whosoever committed sin transgresses also. Now this is... The ground rules and purifying yourself. There's certain ground rules. They're like you adopt someone and say, now listen, you are now, you're no more, no more Johnson. You're Boyd. Now in the Boyd household, you can't come in here with your shoes off. In the Boyd household, you can't curse. In the Boyd household, you can't talk back to the one that's feeding you. New ground rules. So if we got this hope, what does it say? Whosoever committed sin transgresses also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. So one of the ground rules is this. The law is not done away with. Mm -hmm. right. If you're under it. Yes. If you're not meeting the law, you're under it. Right. If you're not meeting the law, evidently you're not under you're over it. Yes. You think you're too above it. Uh-uh. This is the ground rule. Whosoever committed sin, you're transgressing also the law. What? For sin is the transgression of the law. Now this is what sin is. When you transgress God's word, which is what saves us, you're in sin when you transgress it. That's the ground rule. You need to understand that. How, if you don't know that, how can you be saved? You're saved by knowledge. Read. And ye know that he was manifested to take away our sins. That's right. He, that's obviously he did. He was manifest to take away our sins. He did take away our past sins. What? And in him is no sin. But now if you're in him, there is no sin in him. So that means you can't be committing transgression against his word. Because there is no sin in him. If you're in him, there is no sin. What? Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Here's another ground rule. If you're abiding in this house, it's because you're obeying the rules. If you don't obey the rules, even though you're here, you're really not in the house. You're not. You're under the ground rules or over. You're not with it. But if you're in the house, you want to be with the rules. So everybody can walk in concert, step together. Isn't that beautiful? Everybody is. Isn't that beautiful? You ain't got to walk around and say, I got you. You ain't got to do that. Walk around and say, bless you. How you feeling? Thank God for and mean it. Oh, exactly. Thank God for you. So why do you thank God for me? Well, I just do that. You don't really know. <laughs> but if you say, because you keep God's commandments, we're striving to keep. Now that's positive. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. 
Read. Whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. So in other words, if you're saying you're in God, and you say, well, you know, man can't help but sin, you're not in him and you haven't seen him. You really don't know him. That's what the ground rules say. What? Little children, let no man deceive Somebody you. have deceived you. Because the scripture says, whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. not. Not, whosoever sinneth not hath not sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. What? Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. Well, wait a minute. But the Lord is our righteousness. That's right. Fine, he is. If you're doing righteousness. Because if you're doing righteousness, righteousness is the law, is the, law, is the Lord. But if you're not doing righteousness, you can't say he's my righteousness because he is righteous. But if you're not obeying him, he's not your Lord and you're not doing righteousness. And his righteousness is not yours. But if we're obeying him and then yielding to him, his righteousness is ours. Yes. Whosoever doeth righteousness mm -hmm. is righteous. What? Even as he is righteous. So don't give say, well, you think you can walk the water. You, oh, so you pure? Well, that's what the scripture says. I'm doing righteousness. I'm, I'm, I'm righteous as he is. If you're righteous as he is, you're pure as he is. Oh, what's wrong with that? If I don't have no sin in my mind, no transgression in my mind, Ain't that the mind of Christ? Yes. What? He that committed sin is of the devil. So let's get this <laughs> straight. Yes. You might say, well, you know, we just sinners and dying. But if you commit sin, you're of the devil. The devil devil called, not God. Right. What? For the devil sinneth from the beginning. What? For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. That's why we got saved. Because if you don't have that new man, and you can't destroy that old man. You got to have that new man on your side, in your mind, in your heart. Because that new man, he's going to destroy that work. How plain is that? So when the new man get instructions, my father gave me a commandment, what I should say. It's going to destroy that work if we yield to it. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. What? That he might destroy the works of the devil. That's what this is all about. Purifying ourselves is destroying the work of the devil. What? Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. I believe it. Who don't believe that? Any church goer don't believe that. You don't know God. You don't know, right. you don't know him, and you don't know of him. You really don't. Right. You know about him. Isn't <laughs> that beautiful? Right. Same thing. Yes. What? For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin, because he is born of God. That's why David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not. If the word is staying with you, that's why we come together and talk about him all the time. When we get up, when we lay down by the wayside, because if it stays in your heart, you will not. It's when you forget about it, you, you find yourself doing other things, next thing you know, you drift it off. If you're not established. If you're established, you're not gonna drift off like that. What? In this the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. What? Whosoever do, doeth not the righteousness is not of God. Whosoever doeth not, not righteousness, righteousness is not of God. Because the scripture says in Isaiah, hearken unto me, ye that know righteousness. So righteousness was known before the Lord got here and took a body. It was, so was the truth. He just came to bear witness to it. Yes. That's what we're doing. Yes. Bearing witness to it. As it says, whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God. So well, the Lord is my righteousness. He might be your righteousness, but if you ain't doing righteousness, he's not your God. What? 
neither he that loveth not his brother. How plain is that? Let's go to Mark 7. All right. Mark 7 and 20. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing to be able to report that this is beautiful. Most people hear this say, I don't know what y'all talk. What say, what what are y'all into? And one said, God. Now that was a true saying. But that's what I'm saying. Jesus, the same thing. The word, same thing. Mark 7 and 20. What does it say? And he said, that which cometh out of the man that defileth the man. In other words, yes. you can eat anything you want. Mm -hmm. That's true. But if you eat something, if you cut up, why would you eat it? Right. Why would you consume it? Right. So well, that means, Pastor, I can drink liquor. You can. <laughs> no, not so. Well, it don't make me cut up. <laughs> well, we're not going to follow that right now. <laughs> not, 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 not in this dispensation. We're not no. drinking hard exactly. liquor. Well, Pastor, what about 2%? We ain't drinking that either. <laughs> I'm not doing that right now. Well, Pastor, what if I get a cold and I get NyQuil? We ain't drinking that either. You ever heard of Alka-Seltzer Plus? They got many ways to take care of that cold without saying, I need some Alki. You know, you don't need that. <laughs> that which cometh out of the man, that defiles In other words, how you think. Go ahead. What come out your mouth? Yes, yes. That's what defiles. Because the scripture says, if a man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man. In other words, I'm not offending in God's word. What's my proof? My actions. Right, yes. I ain't offending God. My actions don't offend God. Somebody said, well, you ain't sin. I don't know what you do. Well, what have I done that offend God? You show me what I have done. As the Lord said, show me my sins. Show it to me. What have I done? It's what comes out of man to follow a man. What? For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts. What? Adulteries, fornications, murders, what? thefts. Well, wait a minute. How can these come out of your heart and you ain't done it? Right. It's in there. Because mm -hmm. if it's in there, that's what you're going to do. Right. What? Covetedness, wickedness, deceits, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy. Wait a minute. That's pride. taking the name in vain. All of these things are being labeled is against the 10 precepts because it covers every one of them. Yes. What? Foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. That's what defile the man. Okay. Let's go to Jeremiah 4 and 14. All, right. All, right. All these things, it defiles. So we want to stay away from thinking things that are against God. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's beautiful. And yeah. anything you can't prove is against God. Yes. Jeremiah 4 mm -hmm. and 14. What does it say? O Jerusalem, wash thine heart from wickedness, that thou mayest be saved. How long shall thy vain thoughts lodge with Vain thee? thoughts. Thoughts don't mean nothing. Thoughts that have no benefit, but to the one that's thinking it. Yes. <laughs> it has no benefit even to them, if it ain't tangible, but to think that way. Mm -hmm. What it says? It says, Wash thine heart from wickedness, mm -hmm. that thou mayest be saved. Because you're saved from the way you think. Yes. If you think saved, you will be saved. Right. <laughs> you, and you are. But if you're sitting up there and say, I'm saved, but you're thinking negative, I think that person's trying to hurt me. I don't think they like me, and you ain't got no proof of that. 
I think Sister Santa, you know, look like Sister Santa been so weird. Like, look like she stole something. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does to me. What's your proof? I don't know. She just looked like it. I've seen her look looking better than that today. I've seen her looking different. I ain't never seen that look before. She did something. That's the devil. <laughs> I'm not going to say you don't see it, but you can see a lot of things. Let me get paint you a picture. So I see so-and-so. What you going to say? No, you don't. No, you can't tell me what you don't see. That don't make what you see accurate. Let me tell you a lot. Let me tell you, you know what? You King Kong. <laughs> and you get the, you know, I feel, you know, I feel pretty strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was watching a program and this person had some negative words. He said, don't say that. Words have power. It does. You go tell somebody, say, you know what, Sister Sanford? Excuse me, sister. It's okay. Sister Sanford, you look like you, you look like you trouble. Say, you know, I feel trouble. <laughs> but if you say, you know what, you look like you're striving. Just, you just seem so light. And if it's sincere and fervent, it's going to lift her. No matter what she's going through, it's going to lift her. Isn't that beautiful? Let's go to Eighteenth verse, what does it say? Thy way and thy doings have procured these things unto thee. This is thy wickedness, because it is bitter, because it reaches unto, unto thy heart. In other words, heart. these things got in your heart. Mm -hmm. This bitterness. We can be bitter about many things. Let's go yes. to 2 Corinthians 10 and 4. All right, that's we have to go through suffering. I'm going to these scriptures because there's a, there's a suffering we have to go through to meet these requirements. Yes, and I think we all know that. Maybe those that are tuned in didn't know that. That's why I'm talking this way. I don't like to talk below the saints. There's certain things we know. I ain't got to break everything down now. The law, that's God's word. You know that. I ain't got to tell you that. It's God's word. It's the law. It's righteousness. And it's back and open. Woo, it's a lot of information at one time. Just, you know, we know that. But if you're trying to teach somebody they don't know, you need to break it down to them. But why do that? We, we already know that. And yet, even though we do it, there ain't no problem. I can hear it again and again. Isn't that beautiful? St. Corinthians 10 and 4, what does it say? For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. What? Casting down imagination. Imagine, in other words, the things that come to our mind can be strongholds. Just cannot get away from it. Just keep thinking about the strongholds. But God said if it's a, like a grain of mustard seed, you can say to this stronghold, be moved. You can. It will go. But you got to believe it. And strive to utilize that information. So that's nothing but my own mind. Forget about that. You do that enough and see when it flee. Because what the scripture said, resist the devil, he'll flee from you. So when you get negative thoughts, so on, so on, so on. You know what? It's been 10 years. They ain't showing you love yet. Why don't you say, well, it's been 10 years, and they're striving just like me. When I say that. Read. 
casting down mm -hmm. imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of so God. So we don't want to have a mind going above what God is trying to tell us. Yes. Just receive the word and be obedient. Yes. And like I say, sometimes it's hard because of these strongholds. Yes. What are those? Again, the way I was brought up. Brought up, I never had a companion, a sister or brother that played with me. I get a spirit when I see other children playing. Makes me upset and don't know why it does. Because I, I didn't have it. But just because you didn't have it, should you not be glad for somebody else that has it? Since you are in God now, think positive. That's a good thing. I didn't have it, but thank God you got it. Why you can't do that? And sometimes we don't realize why we go after certain people and things because of what we didn't have. It's like a lot of these mothers try to make their child something they want to be, not what the child want to be. I want to be a ballerina. I couldn't be that. I was about been 400 pounds for a long time. But you, you gonna be one. You don't weigh but 10 pounds. You gonna be a ballerina. They may not want to be a ballerina. They might want to be a sumo wrestler. Like what you're able to be. Really? Now I don't want that for my child. They gonna be a ballerina, no, they're not. But because we want these things, we push things. And it's out of God's will. And yet we don't remember. And it could not be a child, it could be your brother or sisters or somebody's child. God's child. Jealousy, envy, strife. Don't want to get with it. Get with it. Encourage them. You want encouragement? Why not encourage somebody else? Isn't that beautiful? Read. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Wait a minute. If every thought is supposed to be brought into obedience, why would you say, well, why you ask me? I didn't say that, but saying so and so. Well, whatever you say, didn't it come from a thought? And God is saying, don't talk like that. Don't think like that. Think like that. What's wrong with that? But if somebody don't know God's way, they get offended. That's why the Lord said, are you offended in me? Because I said you must eat of my, are you offended? Will you go all the way? Go also? He said, where are we going to go? You got the words we took. Why did I say, where are we going to go? It's right what you say. It's right. You grow. Don't get offended. Every little thing. I'm not coming to church. You're going to be talking about my wig. I've been, I've been three hours on my wig, and you're going to tell me I don't have to spend no more time on it? Come on. See, but that's what the enemy do. The enemy bring that message. That's right. That ain't the way to think. But what I would say is, wait a minute, are you kidding me? I'm not going to say anything against God. So no, I'm not going to say anything about the word. I'm not thinking like that. It's right what they're saying. That's the positive way to think. But wait a minute. No. You think like that, you just, uh, you know what? You just, uh, you just, you're a pushover. I don't care what he say. Why not receive that? He said, no, it's right what the word is saying to me. What God is telling me. It's right anyhow. I don't care how menial it might be. The enemy is going to say, pick him. Do God care about that? Yes, it does. Because of what it's telling you. Every thought. He don't know what I'm thinking. Well, then why are you upset then? With the word. Why would you be upset with the word? Why would you try to avoid me? Why would you do that? Now? <laughs> right? You can cover a lot of stuff. You can cover a lot of things. Take the time to be pushing your teeth up. <laughs> But don't we love our sister? Yes. 
no spirit. But the enemy will come back with many things. I don't know. <laughs> come back. Nobody has to pick on me today. I didn't pick up. I'm just bringing out an example. And you don't have to be nowhere what I said. I'm just making a parable like unto an example. That's all I'm saying. Let's go to, we read the fifth verse. Let's go to Hebrews 2 and 10. Let's go there. This is uh, the mindset that we all got to get to. Got to get there. And listen, count it joy. Listen, this is our way. Because it gets better. As the weights drop off, the burden is lighter. You're not carrying as much baggage. You can visit us at any time for our broadcast messages at www.godscovenantchurch.org. Write and mail us at 425 Laconia Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, 90061. Or call us at any time at area code 323-754-8302. You can email us at info at godscovenantchurch.org. Also, you can subscribe to our podcast at www.godscovenantchurch.org. In addition, you can find us on Pandora's podcast. Search and subscribe to God's Covenant Church podcast on Pandora. If you have any questions or concerns about this way or questions about any scriptures, please text us at area code 323-388-5676 and we will strive to get you the answer on our program. Again, that number is area code 323 Three eight eight five six seven six.